Brian, what are the odds that I get to speak with someone who's who goes by JP, and then the very next day, or next episode, I should say, I get to speak to someone whose name is DJ? Like, that's pretty cool of me. Welcome to this episode of Across the Pond, a podcast where I... Daniel, speak to people from all around the globe. Today, as you can tell by the title of this episode and by what I have said recently in the last 30 seconds, speak to a gentleman named DJ. DJ and I are both religious and we talk a lot about religion just in the world in general. And that is honestly a majority of this conversation. If you're not into religion, I understand. It's not everyone's thing, but I would definitely encourage you to stick through and just listen to it because I do think that a lot of people should... There, there's no harm in listening. There's no harm in listening. It might not be something that you're very okay with. Not might not be something you're very okay... It might be something that you're not really alright with. It might be something that you're against. But the thing is, is that just because you listen to something doesn't mean that it's wrong. Doesn't mean that you can't change your mind. Doesn't mean that, you know, you're doing something bad. You can listen. But this one was fun. I personally really liked this one because I don't get to, you know, nerd religion out a lot so <laughs> I liked it a lot and I know DJ did because it was it was good I, I had a I had a great time hello hey how's it going hey how are you not too bad good good uh yeah sorry about that i <laughs> i'm usually really good about this stuff but then i looked down at my phone and, and it said 510 i was like oh shoot <laughs> i totally forgot uh dude to be completely honest i was a bit confused about time zone stuff and so i wasn't ready yet either and then you emailing me was me getting ready so <laughs> <laughs> that's all good so real quick when you picked that time slot did it um did it uh alloc or not allocate what's the word adjust to your time zone Do you so know? let me look at what it sent me okay was it okay so i signed up for 8 p.m was what i chose and then it sent me an email saying like tomorrow 1 a.m to 2 a.m <laughs> wait what yeah so it like jumped whoa um, it's and it said okay i'm reading further and it says 1 a.m to 2 a.m utc which just isn't my time zone that's so weird because i feel like if anything it should know where your time zone is because if you're on the internet you know it, it the internet knows where you're at yeah that's so weird i mean at least we got it to work right <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah um, I mean, this was the time I was trying to sign up for anyway. Yeah. So that good. <laughs> it good. all worked out in the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is so weird because I I thought for sure that it would um, it would allocate it, but for whatever for whatever reason, I thought that it would also not go UTC. <laughs> it would tell you times but hey, at least we made it work, so it, it it all works out. Is there a way that you could by chance? use a different microphone just because i'm getting background noise like people in your house or whatever okay um i can go to a different room that might be the best option yeah I think. yeah if you don't mind this, this mic's pretty localized but 
I can move. Yeah, if you don't mind, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that's. I have some roommates, and they were doing the dishes. <laughs> no, it's all good. No worries. I just didn't want it to be, you know, something to where we're talking. All of a sudden, there's like a big clang or something like that, and you know, I'd have to go in and try and figure out how to how to uh, you know edit it. But I mean, it works. I'm I'm fine if if you know you're you're good now because there's I I don't hear anything so. Yeah, I just moved to my bedroom and closed the door, so I should be good. Awesome, sweet, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, if anything happens at this point, it would be like one of my roommates walking into my room, and that should be easy to come out. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, sweet. Well, how was your wait? What's today? Is today Thursday? How was your Thursday? Pretty good. I I'm a college student, so I was just doing schoolwork most of the day nice nice what are you uh what are you going for what's your major i'm a psychology major hey okay okay what made you want to go into psychology um i want to help people um nice so i'm actually looking at working so i have an internship over the summer working for like a christian missions organization okay um so I'm looking at maybe doing more stuff with that and then maybe be going back to grad school a little bit later. But Nice. What organization? Because I'm probably familiar with them. Okay. Uh, they're called Pioneers. Yep. I know them. Yeah. I'm, so cool. I'm working for them. Uh, I'm going to be a recruitment intern over the summer. Nice. So then because, of course, when people think of psychology, they think of you sitting down in a chair and speaking to someone and trying to help them out, you know, whatever it is, sort them through uh, troubles that they're going through or, you know, maybe addictions or, you know, childhood traumas. What do you want to use psychology for, like, specifically? Because, of course, you want to help people, but do you want to be that, like, counselor that sits down in the chair? Or do you want to be, you know, someone who's going out and just, I don't, I don't know what you would do, but how do you kind of want to use that? yeah so i'm going um yeah so i'm considering going to seminary at some point oh wow um, okay and so likely what i would end up doing based off of that would be like my dad has a pastoral counseling degree um okay. that he got from a seminary i don't know if that's what i want to do but even if i just were to get like a master's of divinity from a seminary um i'd still be using the psychology stuff because i'd still have to do counseling and stuff if i were to become a pastor or something like that yeah so that's that's what i'm looking at i'm not sure if i'll actually ever use my degree but if i do that would be the capacity i would use it in no i respect that i went to school and i got my uh degree in religious leadership and so I didn't know what I wanted to do with that. I don't even, if I'm being honest, I don't know why I went for that. I just felt like it was something that I needed to do. And I feel like if I end up not using that at all, the knowledge alone, I feel was worth it. So mm -hmm. uh, I know that I was looking at um, trying to be someone, you know, like a grieving counselor or something like that. Because with religious leadership, you know, you, there's a lot of psychology and stuff that you have to learn, whether that be through a psychology class or whether that be through, you know, like a, a ministry class or something of the sort. 
Um, but I mean, you have to have the official, you know, like master of divinity title to even like, you know, try to be a grief counselor or like a campus pastor or even someone that works in the hospital when it comes to, you know, grieving families. And so if I wanted to do anything, you know, at least to the extent that it sounds like you want to do, I would have to get my master's. And so it's like, I don't know if I want to do that. But I, I say that to say, you know, the, the knowledge alone, I feel like is valuable enough to justify going through all of that. Yeah, for sure. And it's definitely like, I got really plugged into like a Christian ministry in college. And that's really like how I came to this path. Um, and so if I didn't go to college, I wouldn't have gotten involved in that. And I wouldn't even be pursuing that stuff. So no, I think that's good. you know, it, it, it helps you to, I, I feel like if anything, it helps you to kind of just open up uh, to the possibilities a little bit because you are going down the path that, you know, like you said, you know, you might not use it, but you know, you are going down the psychology path, which could lead to going to seminary. Uh, and then once you go to seminary, you know, it's, it's wide open from there. Almost anything that has anything to do with religion, uh, you, you should be able to get a job in because people nowadays are so well, religion is, you know, blah and as soon as like you say yeah i have a religious degree they're like oh we just want you to do this whether that be leadership or counseling or whatever it is so i feel like that's a pretty decent path to go down personally yeah that's yeah, yeah. i'm i'm very happy with the path i'm choosing good i'm happy to hear that because there's a lot of people that go to college and they're like i don't know what i want to do especially <laughs> me, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. I just felt like I had to, like I said, get the degree. And, um, you know, I had some friends that it wasn't until their beginning of their senior year at college, they're like, ah, I don't want to do what I'm doing. So they would change and have to go to school another year. And it's just like, goodness, man, at least you're, at least you're somewhat knowledgeable and you know you're going down the path that you feel like you're supposed to go down. That's good. Yeah, it took me a while to get there, though. I started as a business management major, actually. Um, <laughs> like everyone and, else. <laughs> yeah, and I did pretty poor. I was pretty bad at that. And so that's why I switched to psychology. And then while I was in psychology, I realized that what I'm doing is something I could do with it. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. That's really neat. So, of course, with everything you said, I take it you're religious, yeah? Yes, uh, I'm a daily practicing uh, Christian. I go to, technically, I go to a Baptist church. It's pretty close for the most part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm in the same boat as you, uh, except I don't even actually know what denomination the church I go to is because they're just such a large church and I just like what they preach so <laughs> that's where my wife and I go but um for the longest time uh, I used to live in Montana and I would go uh uh to a to a church that was like a little home church but whenever I would fill out college applications I would just put Baptist because I mean that's pretty much the closest when you think of a Baptist that like is pretty encompassing when it comes to Christianity so I feel like that's <laughs> I don't want to say the cop-out answer but that's what I would put down because I didn't even know what the church I went to was for a while but that's cool that's, that's really neat were you kind of born in or uh, born and raised in the church yeah I uh my parents went to a Lutheran church until I was like two or three. And then I started going to a Baptist church back home 
uh, for me. And I went there growing up, but I definitely like, I, I had a period where it was like around seventh, eighth grade until like all through high school. I just didn't take my faith seriously. And I just kind of like, I would go to church, but I was like a different person at church than I was with my high school friends uh and then when i got to college i realized i just needed to be one person and so i decided that person was gonna be uh the person i was at church Mm. that's good a lot of people don't really realize that until it's i don't want to say too late but until you know it's many 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 years down the down the road uh so it's nice to to hear you know someone that's as young as you are being able to recognize that and uh, like you said, you know, practice daily what they're supposed to do. You know, I it wasn't I, I was kind of in the same boat uh, for a while. And it wasn't until I went to college where I really started to take it seriously. And then, you know, everything from there started to change. And, you know, you, you feel more connected. And, you know, you just I don't want to say you feel like a stronger believer because I, I, I don't like to say that. But you could definitely tell that something was changing, you know, and that your heart was being worked on. So I it wasn't mm-hmm. until college for me, but I, I feel your pain, you know, you, you, especially when you're younger, you don't really understand for the most part, especially if you're born and you're raised in it. Because like the one thing that I've that I've uh, uh, realized is that when you're born and raised in the church, you really don't know any different. And so you think that everything is, you know, all peachy and sometimes it is, but it's not until, you know, you really you really, you know, get kicked in the nuts by life. And then you realize, Oh, you know, I'm definitely not where I should be. Oh yeah. I, I mean, back in that period of my life, I definitely would have told anybody who asked me that I was a Christian. And like, I was, I was in positions, I was leading like a fellowship of Christian athletes group at my school. And I was like a student leader in youth group, but then I was like going off and, partying with my football buddies and stuff like that and i just realized how paradoxical that life was and so when i got to college i again just decided i was gonna try and improve and like yeah like like you're kind of saying like i don't think it's like pretentious to say that like i've definitely seen like growth throughout Mm -hmm. college um and that's not to say that I'm better than anybody else, because I'm definitely not. Um, yeah. But I definitely can see like where I was and where I am now, and how those are different. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. Uh, it, it's not really, at least until, or at least from my experience, until you're on your own, you really start to, you know, make the choices that you know you should make. That sounds so weird to say. Because, you know, with Christianity, it's definitely, you know, a continuous walk and, you know, it's it's a personal thing that, you know, you and the Lord make and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But it's such a different mindset when you're by yourself at college or, you know, by yourself and not you're just kind of going to high school and then, you know, you're coming back home with your parents and your dad's like, okay, you know, we're going to pray while we eat. I, I don't know. That's what my dad did. You know, every night be like, all right, let's pray. And I was like all right, dad, you know, like, I just want to eat this food, but he's like, let's pray, you know, (laughs) kind of like that too. Uh, but it's not until I, I, uh, got out on my own and then I really started to, you know, take it seriously. 
and it was it wasn't something to where I felt like it, it was like my parents weren't there, right? And so I, I didn't, I couldn't rely on them or I couldn't rely on my dad to, you know, quote unquote, fill in that gap. I had to make the conscious decision and that's when it really started to, to move forward. At least, at least in my experience, you know, being, being in college and kind of, you know, going down that independent road, if you will, is really when it started to click for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I got lucky uh because the first two days on campus i got invited to the ministry i ended up going to nice uh and so if i didn't do that i definitely would have fallen into the college party culture and i wouldn't like i i still even after i started going to this ministry i went to a couple of college parties and i just like if i didn't find or if like if God didn't bring me to the ministry I'm going to, I would have stayed in like a culture I hated (laughs) and I just wouldn't have had a good time in college. Yeah, no, I I totally understand that. Yeah. Do you, would you say, Oh, let me ask this. Do you go to a Christian college or do you go to like a state school? No, I go to Penn state university. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful there. <laughs> pretty, pretty big party school. Yeah, that is pretty big. Oh, my goodness. I could like I went to a small little private school. And so I didn't really have to worry too much about all the parties and stuff. Um, you know, there were some people on my campus that were, you know, caught smoking weed and stuff. And, you know, there were some people that'd be like, Hey, let's go to this party and be like, why would you want to go talk to other people? You know, I was definitely the, the introvert kid who would, well, I say this is going to sound worse than what it is, but, you know, I was the introvert kid who wanted to play video games with, you know, people in my, in my, uh, hall and everything. I didn't want to go out and party. I just want to sit down and just relax or do my homework or go listen to music or play guitar or something. I wasn't a big party guy, but. <laughs> I definitely had my fair share of people, you know, trying to do that and trying to get out there. But I can't imagine going to a state school and trying to live the life that, you know, you should live being, you know, religious, being a Christian, but then also going to a public school and having that entire influence around. Yeah, it's it's pretty difficult. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I, <laughs> I, I bet you could. What, what's like one of your. I'll say horror stories when it comes to, you know, being a Christian, but then also going to like a state school or or a situation that just kind of sticks out in your mind. I mean, I just kind of, I hate the, um, you know, we have people around our campus who will have the like signs about like, oh, like God hates like homosexuals or whatever. And I hate that because it's like, as a Christian, that's not what the Bible says we're yep. supposed to do. Like, yep. regardless of whether we agree with the decisions that anybody is making, we're supposed to have love for those people. Yep. Um, and it just like really, like, I, I get very angry when people misinterpret that. And then that's what everybody thinks a Christian is. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing that I try and highlight all the time. I mean, here's the thing. I I believe, you know, that we can still love people, but we don't have to necessarily support who they are. You know, one of my professors, uh, he's a he was in the ministry department. He has uh, gay neighbors and they've been friends for a long time. You know, my uh, teacher and his wife 
and his neighbors, you know, they've been friends for a long time. They've lived next to each other for years and years and years. And before um, the the gay couple um, got married, because they were living together for a while, they asked the teacher, hey, you know, you're an ordained minister. Well, in the state of or- Oregon, anyway. Uh, in the state of Oregon, you know, you're an ordained minister. Can you please marry us? And he sat, to, he sat them down and he said, hey, you know, like, I love you guys a lot, you know, you know where I stand in terms of, you know, homosexuality and everything, uh, and it would go against my religion if I was to marry you, I really hope you can understand that, and they're like, yeah, of course, you know, we understand, we just wanted to see if you would do that, because, you know, we're so close and everything, and that's the thing that uh, a lot of people, I feel like, on both sides of the spectrum don't really understand, and this isn't even necessarily with homosexuality in general, in general, uh, but in all things, it's like you can still love people and and whatnot, but you don't have to support it. You know, you like one of the greatest commandments in the Bible is to love one another. That doesn't mean that you have to, you know, be okay with the choices that people make, but that doesn't mean that you cast judgment on them. Yeah, I I always go back to like. There's a passage where Jesus says the most important commandment in the Bible is to love God. And then the second most important is to love others. And I think the rest of the Bible is just telling you how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the thing that is just so mind boggling to me is that some people and like, to be fair, you know, like if I was to talk with other people, about, you know, homosexuality and stuff. Would I belittle those people? No, I wouldn't belittle anyone like that. Well, I say, yeah, it's wrong and I think it's dumb. I mean, I might. I I personally don't understand it, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to love those people. You know, if I was to come in contact, let's just say I live next to to a gay person or something like that. And, you know, they wanted to try and be friends or whatever. Heck yeah, I'd be friends with that person. Heck yeah, you know, I'd be nice and kind and do everything I can. You know, because a lot of the times people, they don't see, like they won't see Jesus unless if you're being kind. And that's where we're supposed to do. Like you said, you know, love God and then love one another. That's what you got to do. And a lot of people don't see that. They just see as loving God. And then it's like, well, that means that we have to cast judgment or we have to excommunicate these people. But then you see Jesus's entire ministry was going out to these people like the, the prostitute at the well. You know, a lot of people hate on prostitutes, but she was at the well and the Lord was just talking with her. And he was like, hey, what's up? You know? It's just like, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand why some people are just so judgmental. Yeah, it's, yeah, it really is like, yeah, Jesus loved all of the people he was around. It's, and it's, um, I think like the perspective um, of the people i brought up can be one of like oh if you do this thing then like you're going to hell whereas it's like we all deserve to go to hell Mm -hmm. but um god decided to have grace on us and that's why we're able to like put our faith into god's grace and that's why because like we're all sinners we all sin every single person except for jesus whoever was on the face of the earth sinned Mm -hmm. and he god had grace by having jesus die so that we didn't 
have to. And like, that's what's important, not whether we follow his commandments to a T or not. Because if we try to, if it was a scale, then we all are on the losing end of that scale. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. It's just, it's just so weird to me how some people are so either insecure about it or they're way too arrogant about it. It's almost like they accepted the Lord. You know, they, they started believing they did all, you know, they, they did the jazz to get saved. And then all of a sudden it's like, eh, I'm better. And they're so like snobby and stuck up. And then, you know, like, like you said earlier, and, and like a lot of people have seen pictures of, you know, that one church, I think it's in like Missouri or something like that, where they just walk around holding signs and say, God hates fags. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, no, he wouldn't. If he w- if he was alive today, you would see him going into these homes of people. You would see him walking around just being kind to people. You would see him, you know, hugging, you know, different ethnic groups and, you know, hanging out with them and, you know, being kind and everything. That doesn't mean that he's not going to, you know, try and help them to, you know, be better people and maybe, you know, cast a little bit of... I don't want to say judgment because he never casts judgment, but he casts what's what's the right term? Almost like a like a think like a mode of thinking to where you know people start thinking what's going on because he he doesn't judge you know, but it's just like why can't we just be like that? Why can't we just be buddy buddy with people and just be kind? Like 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 he said, you know, of course love God, but then second commandment greatest commandment over anything else love one another and that's what that's what even people who aren't believers are quoting why can't we just love one another like the bible says you know i've seen people who are atheists say that i've seen people who don't believe in god at all say that why can't we just love one another it's like man that's so true we just as a collective society as a human race we just need to love one another i think honestly i mean that's my belief i don't know about you but yeah i think uh i think that what you just said lines up really well with the Bible, with like the commandment we were saying uh, yeah. too, with the love God, love others. Yeah, man. Interesting stuff. I, I really enjoy the, the uh, just the thought of religion in general and the, the thinking behind it. And it makes me, I, I like to talk to people who aren't religious because it's, I find it fascinating for them to try and find identity in something that isn't a greater power. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I've, I've spoken to people who they, they've tried to disprove or I shouldn't say disprove. They don't, they can't get on board with Christianity because they're like, well, what if all the disciples were on drugs or something, you know? And they like, that was something that someone said to me. And I don't mean to, if this person's listening and they know I'm talking about them, I don't mean to, you know, belittle them. It's just the ideas and the thoughts that some people come up with are just, I, I wonder if they're almost, you know, in ignorance kind of thing, or they just simply don't want to believe. And so they grasp, grasp on to the first thing that makes sense to them not sure yeah. i mean it's it's easy i mean even being a christian it's easy to find try to find validation in other things um i i know i find myself doing that a lot <laughs> um 
even now. So like it, it is really easy. And if mm. you don't have that belief, it's just, uh, I mean, you don't have a reason to try and pull yourself away from finding validation in things you won't find validation in. Mm, I guess I never thought of it like that. Because I, I haven't necessarily, or at least recently, I should say, or I can't think of a time, haven't really struggled with something like that. So I guess I just don't remember how that is. Hmm. Anyway, I'm going to kind of move us along a little bit. Tell me about what you kind of enjoy, like, doing in your free time. Like, if I was to say, hey, you know, should I call you DJ? Is DJ okay, or do you want me to go by your first name? No, DJ is good. All right, DJ. So I was like, hey, DJ, you know, like, let's go do something for the weekend. What would you want to go do? That's, yeah, that's a really interesting question. Um I mean, I, I just, I hang out a lot. I really like just being around people. So wherever there are people, um, I will be happy. Um, but I also like, I play uh, a lot of instruments. I love playing and listening to music. Uh, I live with like, I live with five roommates and, um, so out of the six of us, five of us play instruments. And so we just like jam out in our apartment a lot. <laughs> nice. Um, and then I have a band with my cousin and we actually just released our first full album. Oh, uh, okay. So. Okay. I'm on Spotify right now. What's the name of your band? <laughs> uh, we are called The Noise Noodles. The Noise uh, are... Noodles. Yes, we are a comedy slash rock band. I am caveman. <laughs> yes. I am chicken. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I am sure. caveman is uh, the first song I ever wrote. <laughs> okay. Okay. Shoulder bones and kidney stones. <laughs> yes, that is the album we just released. Nice, man. Congrats on that. I, I I don't know what it's like to write music, so I'm gonna ask you a few questions. How where first of all, where do you draw like your inspiration from? Like let's just say you're you you know, you wanna write a song. Do you use like a specific source to try and gain the lyrics or to, you know, create lyrics or like how how does your music writing process go, I should say? All right. So a lot of our songs start when either I text my cousin or my cousin texts me and one of us says we should write a song about this, like whatever topic we think would be funny to write about. Okay. Uh, and then a few weeks or like a month or two later, I'll actually sit down because I do our lyrics and my cousin does a lot more of our uh, like musical arrangement um and so i'll just sit down and i'll have a couple lines in mind that i think will sound good and then i just pull up a website called rhyme zone um and then find things that rhyme with the lines that i have and things that fit well for like i i think of songs as like stories and so i think about like what fits well with the story i'm trying to create with this song Mm, okay so it sounds kind of almost i don't want to say simplistic but it sounds like you kind of got it down to a t then yeah 
Yeah, and it makes it easier that like you know me and my cousin grew up hanging out together, so okay. it it just makes it a lot easier to do things that way. Nice, nice. That's cool. What made you get into music though in the first place? So I I started playing guitar in eighth grade because I wanted to play on my youth praise team, okay. uh, and so that's how I got into playing music um i still play at my church sometimes uh but yeah so i that's how i got into guitar and then my cousin played in the same youth praise team for a little bit and then eventually we were like we should start a band or we said we should start a band for like two years and then we finally actually started our band <laughs> nice dude nice i remember my brother and i he started playing uh guitar in college him and i went to college right around the same time so what happened is i graduated high school in 2013 i took two and a half years off and then my brother started going to school and then i joined that following semester that he went so he's a few years younger than me, but we are pretty much the same grade, right? And so he started playing guitar when we were at school, and he's like, Dan, you should learn how to do this. And I was like, all right, sure, uh, because I always wanted to learn to play guitar. That was something that I, for whatever reason, just always really wanted to do. And I picked it up a few times, but I couldn't really ever get it uh, because of whatever reason. But because, you know, at college, depending on what courses you're taking and how efficient you are with homework and stuff, you can have a lot of time, right? And so I found myself, my, I can't speak. I'm so sorry. My mouth's a little dry. One sec. I don't know what it is, but tonight I'm having problems talking. Anyway, so one night I was in my uh, lobby and in the lobby they have uh, rafters where, uh, because I went to school in Oregon, everyone had hammocks, right? So people would put their hammocks up in the rafters. And so I grab my guitar and I sit down in one of the hammocks and I just start picking away you know trying to learn you know finger picking things trying to learn different songs trying to learn chords and whatnot and uh towards the last semester or maybe it was the last year of college my brother was like dan do you want to try and put some songs together <laughs> and i was like dude i'm not musically gifted but sure we can try we never did it but it's kind of cool that you know you and your cousin are like yeah you know let's start a band that, that's neat to me what made you go down the whole the whole comedy rock thing though why not pick something like, you know, praise music or why not pick something, you know, like Christian rock or why not pick something as, you know, like just comedy music? Why kind of like blend the two? So my cousin listen, listens to a ton of like uh, Green Day and Pink Floyd. And so that was kind of him working more on the like musical end of things is where he comes from with like uh that's what influences him and what he models musically and okay. um as for the writing i just i i've always had a heart for comedy and so like we've done other stuff like we've made like sketches uh and we've made um what else have we made? I don't know. We've made other stuff and mm -hmm. I just really like I've written stand up and I want to do stand up. Um, it's just, it's hard because of COVID to do that right now, but I, I, yeah. I plan to like do stand up when I can. Mm. Um, 
and I just really like comedy. And so that influenced my writing and what I wanted to write and what I have fun writing. Okay. It sounds like a nice, a nice use of talent coming from both sides. I'd like to think so. (laughs) (laughs) So I know this is a really, I'll say stupid question because I feel like you'll understand when I ask it, but do you think of yourself as a funny person? Um, yeah, I, I try to be like, I mean, a lot of, since I can't really do much stand up right now, a lot of times I'll write a bit and then like that topic will come up in a conversation and I'll just do my bit oh, while I'm talking to somebody. <laughs> um, That's awesome. It's like, it's real. It's a really nice and just like consequence free way of like testing. Like, is this actually funny or not? No, <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah. It, it helps me with like, like on stage, I want to have a very conversational tone and it helps me with that. And so that's, I, I, I think that I, at the very least, know how to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> See why I said that's probably a stupid question? Because I know if someone asked me that, I'd be like, no, I'm not funny. Like, I don't think I'm funny. I mean, I do, but at the same time, I know that I'm not. You, you, you know what I mean? It's yeah. such, such a redundant question, I feel like. But, I mean, that, like I said, that's a really cool blend, though, of, you know, your desire for comedy and your cousin's desire for you know the rock and stuff and then coming together would you consider yourself almost like uh maybe a little more hardcore like flight of the concords if you know who they are i've heard of flight of the concords i'm not super familiar with okay that. yeah they're they're um, just like a super uh comedial music group they it, it's almost like they tell stories with their music it, that's such a weird thing to say but there's not a lot of singing it's more so of like instruments with some uh, you know, like, oh, I did this, you know, kind of like word or like talk singing. I don't know what that term is, but <laughs> I, I guess talk singing. They're they're funny though. I I mean, like, they might be crude in a few areas, but I think you, if you like comedy and you like music, I think you'll like them. Yeah, I've. It's something that I know I would probably enjoy, and I've meant to check out, and I just haven't checked out yet. Yeah, I get that. If you and your cousin, so you just put out your first album and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. How much farther do you want to go with this thing? Like, are are you guys, let me ask you this. What's your plan with it? Do you just want to do it for fun or you want to do it to try and maybe potentially make like a living off of it? Or is it something, you know, that you're just doing for fun? <laughs> Sorry to say the same thing twice, but. Yeah, we think it would be really, really cool if we can make money off of it. Um, but. That's not like where neither of us is like banking on that happening. Like yeah. it would be really cool. And we we're trying to make that happen, but both of us have significant backup plans. Uh, I mean, obviously earlier I was talking about um, what I, my plan for at least the next little bit is. Yeah. Uh, so like we'd love to, I'm also like moving to Florida this summer and he is going to still be in Pennsylvania. Um, and then 
he's probably moving to like one of the Carolinas. Um, so a little bit hard to, we're going to have to like record stuff remotely still. And yeah. that's a little hard. We can't really do live shows. Um, but we're going to, you know, no matter what, <laughs> we're a band, but we're also family. So we're going to like keep up and we're going to keep trying to make stuff. No, that's um, that's really cool because because I know a lot of people that will start something and then give up, whether that be music or a podcast or, you know, a YouTube channel or, you know, becoming an author or whatever it is, you know, like they're super stoked and everything. And then they put out their first thing or their first few things. And it's like, well, I don't want to do that anymore. That's a lot of work. And then they stop. <laughs> so I think it, 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 it's encouraging to hear that you and your cousin, you know, you're you're wanting to do this, you know, and and I don't think. Yeah, I'll say this, you know, like a lot of people, they they will start something with the idea of I'm going to make money off of this. That's why I'm doing it rather than doing it for the enjoyment of it. And it sounds like you two do music, you know, for the enjoyment of it. Like it would be cool if you guys could make it and make some money off of it. But it's also neat, you know, that, yeah, we're just doing this because we enjoy it. Oh, yeah, it's definitely number one thing for us is that we have fun with it. And like yeah. we like we like making we make um and so even if nobody listened to our music we would still continue making it um and yeah so until we stop having fun making music we're gonna keep making music no that's exactly i think that's the right way to do it too because thing is is that everything is now archived so you might not get let, let's just say no one listens to your album for a year you know i mean that's definitely not going to happen because you'll have listeners but let's just say you know nothing happened but then all of a sudden you find a massive spike you know it's like the idea that people can find your stuff whenever you know just anywhere anytime out of the blue uh, because it's on the internet, you know, it's on Spotify, it's wherever else you guys have it. It's kind of the same thing with me in this podcast. It's like, I don't really care if anyone's listening to it necessarily right here, right now. You know, I'm, I'm not very good at promoting and stuff because I don't like the idea of self-promotion. That's weird to me. But the idea behind, you know, me doing this is like, I just, I like talking to people on the internet, which is the weirdest thing because I'm like one of the biggest introverts ever. And I, and, and if I can get away talking to someone, I'm not going to talk to them, but I do enjoy speaking to people like this, you know, just conversationally over the, over the internet. And, you know, you tell me a bit about yourself and it's like, my, my goal with it is like, of course, you know, like I'm religious. So, you know, I want to, you know, share Jesus. Like that's of course the overall main point. I never say that ever because I don't want people to be like, Oh, what the heck? But I feel like you and I are on the same wavelength in that respect. But, you know, I also just want to help people, you know, whether that be people that I'm speaking to, like I've helped people, uh, you know, just have a better day. Like I've had multiple people say, Hey man, like this was so much fun. I'm so glad you did this. Thank you so much. You know, like you really made my day. I'm like, Oh, thanks dude. And then I've had someone who was talking about suicide and I'm pretty sure I talked him out of it, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's what I'm going for. And then not to mention the people that are listening or, you know, the one or two or three or however many people are, you know, are listening, hopefully that they can be encouraged by it. And then also it's like, it's all archived. So if someone wants to find it five years in the future and they're like, man, this conversation happened how many years ago? And this stuff that's going on or the stuff that was going on there is relevant to my life. Like that's all I'm going for. You know, I just want to help people. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because it's like I basically do all of the promotional work for the band. And so leading up to this album, 
like you know most bands leading up to a normal album release would have like a press tour yeah but obviously we're small and can't afford a publicist so i'm basically our publicist and have to and i don't have any connections so i have to like figure out what to do and so i've been on a bunch of podcasts um usually with the goal of like promoting the album but like it's like this is the first podcast i've gotten to like share the gospel on a podcast and that's like really dope yeah no it's that's like so (laughs) uh, oh my goodness i i love it when people because here's the thing i i didn't know that you were religious in any way shape or form and if i'm being 100 percent honest with you and please don't take this the wrong way when you started speaking i thought you were like smoking dope or something you just sounded way too laid back you know it's just like (laughs) like i don't mean to be disrespectful or rude at all but I, spoke, I fully, I fully know that's the vibe I give off. <laughs> um, I, I, I smoked before college, and then when I started like getting deeper into my Christianity, I stopped smoking, and especially like the, a lot of the music we write is really ridiculous. So some of the people who have listened to it before talking to me on a podcast have been like have like asked me about like, Oh, do you smoke? Or like, how much do you smoke? And I'm like, I don't smoke anymore. (laughs) That's awesome. But no, I I swear, you know, I I thought you were high or something, which I mean, I'm fine with. I I personally don't care. Like it's your choice, but I was like, man, this guy's high. Anyway, it's like I, I've spoken to a few people about the gospel. There was one podcast I was on that was, it's what is it called? on death and suffering or something like that i can't remember but um i had the host or i had the host of that podcast on here and then he's like hey do you want to come on i was like yeah sure and i was able to share the the gospel with him both times and it's like the amount of times i'm able to do that i mean it's small but at least it's something but overall you know it's like i hope that people can at least hear that through every other conversation you know, just because it's like I, I try to be as kind as possible, you know, be loving and everything. Um, but, you know, it's it's like you said, it's it's kind of hard to do that almost uh, just because you don't know what people are going to do. Not saying that we shouldn't trust that they will receive it well. But at the same time, it's like you're not just for example, it's not like I'm going to ask you about your music. And then, you know, you're talking about it's like, hey, do you love Jesus? <laughs> like <laughs> you, you don't do that. That's not how it works. And so it's yeah. cool, though, to, to speak to someone who's on who's at least in, you know, the same religious sect and stuff uh, as I am, just because it's like I don't get to talk to a lot of people like that. You know, of course, you know, you have a couple church guys here and there. Uh, but, you know, with COVID and everything, it's not like you can go out and just, you know, start talking and whatnot. So this is cool. This is fun. I like it. Yeah, it is really cool. I've seen people try to do that, like during COVID, just walk up to people on the street and start like just talking to them. And I feel like that's like, I feel like honestly, that's disrespectful to the person because it's like, yeah, I want you to hear about Jesus. I want you to hear the gospel, but also I care about you as a person. And that's like, first, like, if I don't care about you as a person, it doesn't matter what else I'm going to tell you. Cause then like, it, it just, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. And ask yourself this, how many times in the past have people try to throw religion and throw Christianity and throw God in that entire realm down people's throats? And how many times has it worked? Almost none. I mean, there are some 
there are, you know, a few things, you know, with the Crusades, but the Crusades are frowned upon now almost. But, you know, you you rarely see anyone saying, you're going to go to hell if you don't believe in Jesus, you know, and it's like, I mean, you're not wrong, but that's not how you do it. Like, for example, I don't know how into the whole Twitch YouTube scene uh, you are, but um, there's this one guy and he makes me laugh, which is how idiotic he is. His name is Dr. Witnesser. And it sounds it sounds good, right? But what he'll do is he'll go and like his whole thing is about sharing or taking the gospel to the gamers, which I'm all for. But oh, sorry, I just hit my microphone. But this guy, what he'll do is he'll go into Fortnite games and just out of the blue, hey, are you guys going to go to heaven or hell? And then there'll be like, well, I mean, I would think heaven. And he's like, well, you're going to go to hell if you don't believe in Jesus. I'm like, that's not how you do it. Like you never, you never saw Jesus do that. Like he wasn't going around condemning people and telling them that they're going to go to hell if they don't believe in him. I mean, that's not how you do it. You don't do it like that. And when you come to, when it goes to like, like you said, you know, like you have to respect them as a person because you're not just going to walk up and be like, Hey, you love Jesus. And they're going to be like, excuse me. Like they're going to be like, piss off, dude. Like, I don't care what you have to say. I'm an atheist. And then they're just going to ignore you. There you go. You just lost your chance. Not to say that you shouldn't go for it, but at the same time, you have to build a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree. And it's like, yeah, I'm not going to just walk up to you and be like, and just throw Jesus at your face and expect you to catch it. Like, yeah. Again, I just feel like that's disrespectful to the person. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to see people as just like an object for me to like share the gospel to. Like, they're a person, mm -hmm. and the, like it's important. And like the Bible talks a lot, or like Jesus mentions, like. Uh, meeting people where they're at and like i there's a verse that says like come as you are and yep. like yeah like we're we're not supposed to like just go at people we're supposed to meet them where they're at and yeah like try and help them get closer to jesus like yeah. that's what matters yeah and the thing is is like <laughs> Like, I just don't understand why people shove it down other people's throats. Like, here, here's one thing. Like, if someone comes up to you and they're like, why are you so happy? And they initiate it. I'm fine with that. You know, like, I would say like, oh, you know, because I'm, you know, whatever it is, it, you know, I, I would tell them. But at the same time, it's like you have to build that relationship. You can't just freaking walk up to someone and be like, you know, this is what's going to happen. Because here's the thing. Some people, they just refuse to believe. Not everyone is going to. And I think that we have to accept that because it's like no matter what we do, no matter what we say, it's not about what we do or what we say, you know, like people are just going to be ignorant to the fact and they're just not going to listen because they're choosing to not listen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, I, I don't know, it's e even with like, comedy stuff like this the stand-up i've written so far like it's all clean and a lot of it um i don't think i like directly bring up religion at all but it's like i probably will have bits that i do because it's yeah. like you know i i'm probably not gonna like preach through comedy because that's just a poor it's i feel like that's a poor way to preach and that's a poor way to do comedy yeah but i still like like uh, people are gonna know 
listening that I am a Christian. Um, yeah. It's almost like how, uh, you know, the rapper NF? Mm-hmm. It's almost like how he does music. He doesn't label himself as a Christian rapper. He labels himself as a Christian who is a rapper, you know? Like, yeah, he has some, you know, religious values. And, you know, he talks about, uh, you know, being saved and stuff in some of his songs. But that's not necessarily the main focus, if you know what I mean. Like, he raps, but he's a Christian. Doesn't mean that he has to be a Christian rapper. And it's like, I, I feel like that's fine. And I don't know. I mean, it... it I like how you explained the whole comedy thing. You know, it's like, I'm going to do comedy, you know, and it doesn't necessarily, it, it probably won't be preachy because it's probably a disservice to, to preaching, but it's also, you know, probably a disservice to comedy. And it's like, I don't see anything wrong with that. Just because you're religious doesn't mean you have to do something like that. Yeah. 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 And it's comedy is subjective enough as is. And so like centering it solely on something like religion makes it more divisive whether people enjoy it or not and so it's like you know i want to be able to like let people have clean fun and listen to my comedy but still um like have a good time whether they're a christian or not and then i'm gonna live my life in a way that hopefully they can see uh yeah. that that's where i'm coming from and if not i'm hoping people call me out on it so i can change that yeah because i mean my mother she would always say you know like uh I don't remember what I would ask her necessarily to start the conversation, but she would always be like, you know, one of my greatness witnesses to those is just being there, being a kind person, you know, just being joyful or happy or whatever it is and trying to display, you know, godly characteristics. Because, you know, she, my mother, she cleans houses for a living. Um, and all of her clients are unbelievers as far as I know. And she's uh, me, except maybe, you know, a few of them. But, you know, whenever I ask her, you know, like, how is blah, blah, you know, ex client, uh, how are they doing? And she's like, well, you know, they're doing well, you know, they're going through some hard times. And I keep telling them, you know, like, Jesus is there, you know, and my mom is like, I do my best just to try and try and, you know, let them know that they're there. And I'm like, good job, mom. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I love, I love that. No, I mean, you said it, bro. It's like, you just have to pretty much live your life the way that Jesus would and just pray that you're doing your best to be an example. You know, it's, it's the idea of, you know, being a light in a dark place. Yeah. And that's again, like living life that way isn't being perfect. And that's, I like, especially I think this year I've learned how much um, it's important to take out the log in your own eye before you point out the speck in your brothers. Like, 100%. Every single situation will be better if you go into it being humble. And oh, I yeah. know that I haven't always done that and I still don't always do that. But I, I try as much as I can. Because like there's, um, I think my, probably my favorite passage of scripture is like the first half of Philippians 2 which talks a ton about how humble Jesus was. And Jesus is literally God died for everyone's sins and was actually perfect. And it's talking about how humble he was. So if he can be humble, 
I certainly need to be humble. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about that. You are, and, and I love, I love talking about Jesus on the earth, you know, because just think about it. He was God, you know, the, the Trinity paradox, whatever, you know, I just, when I, when I try and talk about it, I just say, you know, God, just because, you know, he, it is anyway, God, you know, created everything, you know, he holds the universe in the span of his fingers, you know, from his index finger to his thumb. That's the universe. Like right now I'm sitting and I'm, I'm looking at the span from my index finger to my thumb. And I'm like, man, the universe is in that. You know, like God's doing that right now. And there, and you know, the universe is there. And then he created everything, right? He created man, man sinned. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to send my son, you know, a, a part of me down to earth, going to humble himself as a human, go through all the temptations that normal humans go through, go through, you know, the pain of stubbing a toe, going through the pain of cuts, having a dry throat, all the stuff that, you know, normal humans go through, except of course sinning. And I'm going to humble myself down on there, you know, or I should say humble my son down there. And then, you know, it's like, wait, what? It's just so interesting to think of. It's like, why can't I do that? Why do I have problems when it comes to, you know, showing humility and being humble when, you know, the creator of the universe, the dude who can hold the, the universe in the span of his fingers is like, yeah, you know what? This is what's going to happen. I'm going to do that. Why, why, why is it? Why is it? I can't do even, you know, a, a billionth of that. Like, why, why can't I show even just a little bit? Like, why, what, what's so, why is it so hard for me? At least, at least in my life, I see it all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah i think a lot of a lot of sin can go back to pride and really if you look at like the original sin like the the serpent told adam and eve uh if you eat the fruit you'll be like god and mm -hmm. so humanity and all of the wrong humanity has done since then is wanting to be wanting to just take god's place pretty much when nobody can do that yeah um yeah I, I also like uh something like you were mentioning like you know jesus felt physical pain he felt temptation like we ha we have a god that understands us and yep. like has felt what we've felt and that's such a comforting thing yeah no, I, I totally agree. That's the one thing I love. I was a volunteer at my church uh, when I was at school and I worked with middle school boys. And one of the things that I would, you know, try and at least mention to them, you know, once every however many weeks uh, was just remember, you know, like if you're struggling with something, you know, like Jesus probably struggled with that same thing, you know, because he was an actual human. It's not like it's just a story, you know, like if you hear. For example, you know, like Jack and the Beanstalk, like that probably didn't happen. You know, it's not like a magic beanstalk grew. Jack climbed it up through the clouds and there are giants in the sky like that. I mean, I like to think that that didn't happen. <laughs> there were some dudes probably on drugs there, but it's like that's just a tall tale or a story. Right. But like the story of Jesus was real. Like you can go to Israel and you can see the different areas that he was at. He was an actual human being like you could touch him like I would touch my brother or touch my friend. You know, you could hug him and everything like he was an actual person, except he was 
perfect. Like that just blows my mind. If you, if you really truly sit and think about it, you know, like even other religions confirm that Jesus was at least a person. And to just even think that Jesus was a person just is amazing to me because he didn't sin. You know, he suffered temptation. There were probably times to where, <laughs> and this is kind of a funny thing that I sometimes like to think about. He was probably, you know, sick with the flu. You know, he was probably, you know, pooping his pants, you know, had diarrhea and stuff. Because he was a human. He suffered the same things we did. That doesn't mean that he sinned. But he, I would assume he got sick. I would assume, you know, he had headaches. I would assume, you know, he maybe when he was younger, he broke his leg. You know, like he probably went through pain like that. Yeah, it, it is really interesting to consider that. Yeah, it's something I love thinking about because it makes me realize that, yeah, you know, I might struggle with sin you know i have problems in my life because you know i'm a human but it's really comforting to know that the god who created me went through for the most part some of the same things that i'm going through and it you know it's like if he can if he can beat it you know then i have a chance to beat it and that alone will give me you know the the uh uh what's it called uh i don't it's not desire shoot i i'm drawing a blank on the word the motivation there we go the motivation that I need. Mm -hmm. And it's, that's what's great is like looking at it, like he did beat all of that. And that is why we can, it doesn't rely on us. Like yep. we can mess up and that's okay. And as long as we're taking solace in his grace, that's what matters. Yeah, man. I was so, I, man, I'm so glad that you and I are on, the, on, like I said, I can't speak. I'm sorry. I'm so glad that you and I are on the same page. It's so nice to just kind of talk about that for once, you know, with someone, you know, even a random stranger. Here's the thing. It's going to sound weird, but hear me out. It's nice to talk about religion and, you know, the beliefs that we have that you and I share with a random stranger because it feels more that it, it feels more real because I'm speaking with someone on a different, in a different area, different state, you know, like I, I don't know of anyone over there that's religious, but I know that you are. And that kind of gives me, you know, like a little bit of like joy and hope, you know what I mean? Am I, am I weird in thinking that? No, I don't think so at all. And like, I was not at all expecting to have this kind of conversation coming into this <laughs> podcast, but like, I cannot express how much like I love talking about this and like how great that is. Like I, I was expecting, like I said, I've done a lot of podcasts talking about my band and that's what I came in expecting to talk about mostly. But like it, this is so much better than like anything <laughs> I can talk about with my band. And uh, I, I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so funny how the world works. I was, I'll give you a little a little thing, and then I got two more questions I want to ask you, and then we're going to kind of wrap things up. But there's, I was doing an episode with a gentleman. The episode is titled Christopher. And I was talking to him, and he sounded very just uh, easygoing, and he sounded very relaxed, and there was something about him. I was like, hey, are you religious? And he's like, yeah, I am. I'm a conservative Christian. I was like, hey, me too. And so then we started talking literally minutes before him and I started the call. I talked with another gentleman. Uh, in the same area as Christopher 
and apparently they know each other. And I was like, isn't that funny how the world works where, you know, three Christians, two of them met me through a random post on Reddit, and then we decided to talk, and they were literally back-to-back. And it's like, it's just funny to me. Like, the coincidences. Like, it's just like, what? (laughs) Uh, I see so much. So I live, my roommates are Christians too, and we always point out just, it's really like, air quotes coincidences because that's just god that's just god yeah. doing that no it, it really is but i just like to say coincidence because it's like man if you really think about it the odds of that happening it's just orchestrated it's so funny the lord has a funny sense of humor i, I say that all the time sweet well i got two more questions for you all right first off this question is real easy. All you have to do is say a sentence. Would you be able to say for me, thank you for listening to this episode of Across the Pond? Thank you for listening to this episode of Across the Pond. Awesome, dude. Thanks. Because what I want to do is uh, I've had a few people now say that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that section, chop it up, and that's kind of going to be like my little end thing. So it's different people saying thank you. And it's going to be like, thank you, thank you, you know, in their own language and stuff. Like I, I spoke from a, or a to a guy from South Africa. And so he said it in, I, I can't pronounce that language, uh, but he spoke in that native language. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cross Pond. I was like, man, that's going to be sick. So I'm getting all these different people to say it. it's going to be awesome. But um, the last question that I like to ask everyone that comes on the show is what would be like the best piece of advice or the best, you know, like saying is something that you can pass down to someone that's a deep that's deep that's yeah, a tough it is. one um um sorry this is this, no i really do just have to think about that no it's all good you, take your time can you also repeat the question yeah what would be like the best piece of advice or what would you say would be like a bit of wisdom that you would like to pass down to someone listening i think okay i think some of the best advice that i can give um uh, i mentioned that like my roommates a couple times and just like surround yourself with people that you love and that love you and um, just surround yourself with people um, that are not good people, but that like will accept you and uh, will just make you a better person. Like all, all my roommates are believers, all my roommates uh, have like improved my life. And I can say that about so many of my friends, just like surround yourself with great people and your life will fall into place. Mm, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Awesome. Sweet. Well, DJ, thanks so much for speaking to me. This is really unexpected, but good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. This, yeah, this like is really I mentioned, good. like I feel very similar, like very unexpected, I was not expecting to talk about the gospel at all, but especially not that much. But again, like very happy about that. Yeah, very encouraging. I I was very encouraged. You know, it's like I said, it's nice to do that with someone that you didn't know existed because it's like, man, it's not just me and the people in my immediate area. It's people all around the world. So that was really cool. Do you real quick, 
want to shout out any and everything that you are working on your music all that stuff yeah absolutely um so i'll just go through the different noise noodle social medias um so we are noise noodles on youtube uh noise noodles on twitter uh, the noise noodles on instagram uh noise noodles on facebook um we are the noise noodles on spotify we're also on just about every other streaming platform uh like i said our new album just released a little less than two weeks ago uh shoulder bones and kidney stones so please yeah um there's a fun story behind that but anyway yeah go give that a listen uh if you wouldn't mind so that's uh i think that covers all the bases awesome sweet well thanks again man for doing this and thanks for you know i i I am really sorry that i kind of spaced on this you know i i was playing destiny 2 and one thing led to another (laughs) and i totally forgot what time it was so it's all my fault i am really really (laughs) sorry please accept my sincerest apologies but i am glad that we can make this work out yeah like i said i forgot and I was off with timing stuff too. So it's totally good. Like awesome. absolutely no problem. <laughs> Sweet. Awesome, man. Well, like I said, thanks again. Really do appreciate it. It was a blast. I hope you can enjoy your uh, your Friday tomorrow. And I hope that you have a really great weekend. And I will let you know when this goes live in a couple weeks. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Awesome. Awesome. Sweet. Well, sleep well, man. Have a good night. And I will uh, talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you. Later. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Across the Pond. Thank you for listening to this episode of Thank you for listening to this episode of Across the Pond. Muchas gracias por escucharnos el podcast de Across the Pond. Vielen Dank, dass du Across the Pond angehört hast heute Abend. Merci d'avoir écouté à cet épisode de Across the Pond. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stranger... I'm sorry, of, of Across the Pond. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I kind of got you there. I was wondering if you were going to do it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Across the Pond. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter at KingServant, and that's K-1-N-G-S-S-E-R-V-A-N-T. You can also find the audio version on YouTube. There's no video, just audio. You can type in the search bar across the pond, and you'll find us with a picture of the lily pad. If you want to support us monetarily, you can find us on Patreon. Each year has its own rewards, so please check that out if you want to throw some money my way, but please don't feel like you have to. I do this because I thoroughly enjoy it. I don't do this for money. If you know someone that would love to be on the show, go ahead and send them my email across the pond pod zero one at gmail.com. And that's it. That's all you got to do after that. I got to do all the hard work, but I would appreciate it if you could spread the word a little bit, tell your friends, tell your family, say, Hey, I found this really cool podcast that I think you'll like the host talks to people from all around the world about anything. Tune in next Sunday and every other Thursday for another awesome episode of cross the pond.